This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. just what a vile, racist, anti-democracy buffoon he was. This is the buffooning of the American presidency. This should not be happening. So as a teenager living in New York, I, I've said it before, this is the reason I never watched The Apprentice. Yeah. I despised Donald Trump yeah. because he, to me, signified the rich white guy in Manhattan that absolutely hated and despised me, yeah. that hated and despised my cousins, my friends, everyone we knew, that, that, that called us wilding yeah. just because we were in the park, that said we can't be free to walk around in the street, that said when Patrick Dorisman got killed by an off-duty police officer, he's no choir boy. And he was literally, I mean, was no altar boy. He was literally an altar boy. Giuliani said that. And so people like Giuliani and people like Trump persecuted black and brown people in New York. It's what they did for fun. It's what they did for pleasure. They enjoyed it. They enjoyed lording over people who had nothing, who had no million dollar lawyers, who couldn't change lawyers at the drop of a hat and get a different hip hop lawyer the next day when they were tired of one, who couldn't go out and make their case on, you know, Fox or on Newsmax, who had nothing and who Donald Trump lorded his everything over and still people who looked like them put him in rap songs. It was an indignity to me that something I loved, a culture I loved, would lionize that. And so to me, this is justice. The fact that Manhattan didn't give him a mugshot, I thought was offensive. And I thought that the Fed said, we already know what he looks like. He was the president of the United States. Okay, offensive. Everyone else had to take him. This case, and I think Fonnie Willis is a hero. She is a national hero because she, more than any prosecutor in this country, and I respect Jack Smith and I respect all the prosecutors that are doing this, she's the only one who said these wealthy, powerful, privileged men and women are just American citizens. And when they break the law, they will take that picture. Y'all see it, man. Which one are you in, though? They got everybody. Look at that truck, though. Vox Populi, Vox Dei. The voice of the people is the voice of God. Um, Carrie Lake, what is this fight about, ma'am? Pull the camera back. You, you've been Ooh. at this. You walked away from a very safe and secure um job career in uh in media uh you were part of the system in fact 
I would argue you were one of the many spokesmen for the system. Uh, and now you're a fighter and one of the leaders of a populist nationalist movement in the greatest country in mankind's history. Uh, and you have been vilified and attacked nonstop for that. And now the leader of that movement, uh, they want to put in prison for 700 years. Uh, your thoughts? I think they want to put all of us in prison. They want to get rid of us. Anybody who is fighting for our country right now because we're at the end of a Marxist revolution and we we don't have a lot of time left on the clocks. Uh, I, I feel I feel for Joy Reid. I can't imagine being that uh, delusional and living with just the, the victim mentality. You know, is that how she wakes up and thinks every day? It's it's really sad. And it's sad that that's what that she is pushing on people and in her position in the media. And yes, I did walk away from the media. I never uh, felt that I was unfair. I, I was trained to be a journalist where you give both sides of the story. You keep your opinion out of it. Sometimes there's three sides. You give all three sides. And once I realized that, especially during COVID, that was impossible, that there was an agenda that was definitely being pushed by the corrupt media, and I could no longer put out just honest information to the to the viewers, I said, I don't want to do this anymore. And now it's really apparent that there are no good guys in the corporate media. As a matter of fact, I think they've been in on this narrative and agenda for a long, long time. And that's why they're doubling and tripling down, trying to bring Trump down in a desperate attempt right now, because they know uh, they've been caught. And there's going to be some people inside the media, some very high, powerful people inside the media who I think are going to be implicated. But, Steve, you talked about our history uh, just a little bit ago before the break. We are living under the very tyranny that our founding fathers broke us away from. Can you even imagine if George Washington or Thomas Jefferson or any of our founding fathers were to see what's happening today in America, that the government that they created has now been weaponized and the leading opposition candidate, the candidate of the people, is now a political prisoner. It's just the projection of everything that these radical leftists, communists, and D.C. Uh, you know, swamp creatures have done. They're projecting it onto Trump, and they're trying to bring him down so that when he returns to the White House, he's unable to bring them down. But their day is coming. The justice is coming. Um. When I, I want to go to Katie Hobbs for a second, is it not true that everything you warned? I just take a couple of things of, of Hobbs of, from from the radical what she's trying to do with the schools, uh, with the southern border, and now you've got CNBC's number two story today, the Financial Times number two story right in back of this all important announcement of Powell out in Jackson Hole was about Moderna and Pfizer are going to have vaccines ready. Wait for it by September 15th. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> we plotted this. The mass mandates are coming back. The protocols, they're mm. relentless. That was your moment when you, when you broke and you see it coming again and they're relentless and they don't care anymore. They're just rolling. But tell me about Katie Hobbs. Is not everything you said about tyranny uh, exemplified by the, by the reign of terror of Katie Hobbs? It is a reign of terror. That's a great way to put it. And and everyone in this state knows she didn't win. They know that Election Day was sabotaged and the will of the people was thwarted. The voice of the people was uh, trampled upon. And this is what, what happens when our government, is when there's an overthrow, really an overthrow of our Arizona state government. 
We have wide open borders. Not that Ducey did anything. He didn't do anything to protect our border. But the tiny little bit he attempted to do at the very end, she pulled away to make the border even more open. We've got people flowing in nonstop. Arizona is now the the area that most of the fentanyl is coming into our country. It's a pipeline for fentanyl for human smuggling, child trafficking, because now that Texas is finally doing a little bit more to protect their border, everything's shifting over to Arizona. And so our streets aren't safe. We are um, watching as as they're going to start rolling out COVID restrictions. And I will tell you what, I am, uh, I, I've got the mama bears with me on this fight. And I am telling you, these mothers and fathers will not mask their children again. They would just as soon pull them all out of school than send our little ones to school with a mask on their beautiful face. We're not going to be forced to take shots against our will. People will walk away from jobs. They will. I know many did last time, but a lot more will this time because the people will not be uh, held hostage and prisoners in this uh, medical industrial complex. I don't even want to call it medical because there's nothing medical about it. It's biomedical weapons that are being inflicted on us. And, and we've had it, Steve. If you see if the, the tyranny you're seeing at the state level, what you're seeing the federal government doing, knowing that another COVID situation is coming and they're going to press this as hard as they possibly can, you go back to the Keebler elves in that stage, you were there. Right. You, you were there. Is there, yeah, yeah. Is there anybody or in, even even the way they discuss things, th- this whole thing, Murdoch driven. And now we know the ratings. I want to congratulate the Warren Posse. The ratings were less than 50 percent of what they were for the first debate in the 2015 cycle, which is the last real Republican cycle we had less than had that 25 million. Then they had uh, Boris saying 11. I'm hearing 12. Your thoughts on Iowa in the in the Keebler elves, ma'am. <laughs> well, I mean, I was actually surprised. I mean, we, we know that DeSantis had to come out. He needed to have a great performance to even try to get a bump because, what, he's restarted his campaign now five times? I think it's five. He's on the five, fifth restart. And he showed up with a bunch of canned lines that he obviously had drilled into his head from his consultants. And you could tell he had memorized them. He even he even memorized how to deliver them with the punch at the end. And he looked so awkward. But he was so outmanned on that stage. He didn't know how to uh, get back into the debate. He did his little memorized lines. And then the debate started moving uh, you know, a little more dynamic around him. And he stood there like a dope, frozen. He honestly did not know how to in, interject and get back in the debate. They manhandled him on that stage. I mean, even Nikki Haley was able to manhandle him. He just stood there almost frozen like he was trying to pull something from memory that his consultant had drilled into his head. And he he, he was completely outmanned on that stage. Uh, I thought Vivek did a decent job of kind of exposing these people for the political hacks that they really are and the warmongers that they are. But let's face it, not a single one of them even comes close to President Donald J. Trump. We know he's done the job. We know he can do the job. And we know the deep state is so petrified of him. They're trying to lock him up and throw away the key. That's the kind of person we need back in D.C. to drain the swamp, hose it down, bleach it down, and start over. Carrie, how do people uh, follow you? How do they get to your social media? How do they find out all your, because you become one of President Trump's 
most in, uh, important and well-traveled uh, surrogates. So I, I want to make sure everybody knows where you're going. They can get onto your site and figure out uh, if they can come and meet you and, and be at one of the either talks you're doing or, or conferences you're doing or get-togethers you're doing. Um, you can go to my site, carrylake.com. I'm going to be in, in Payson, Arizona tomorrow. Looking forward to being back up with the folks in Gila County, some of the most patriotic people in all of the country. I'm going to be doing that event tomorrow. I think it's already sold out and I have a lot of other events on there. We try to keep them updated. You can find me at Getter. You have it up there. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Truth. Hey, what do you think about uh, Trump back on Twitter? He's back on Twitter. I guess it's X now. I think uh, you- you're gonna no 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 we're not it's twitter it's twitter we're not going to go into the alistair crowley x i'll get into the occult nature of of elon musk at some time when i have time no trump's got trump melted the internet i think they have 250 million views they have 12 million or 11 million watching the keebler elves trump's got a quarter of a billion he and tucker having that incredible conversation then you've got i think already the mugshot which i actually think is a work of art Right. And if you think of in the moment, just to be able to do that, it shows you the the concentrated energy and focus of this individual. I think that's over 150 million right now, Carrie. So it's amazing. But uh, look, we want to make sure that we get uh, everybody tears. That's the look that says retribution is coming. Just wait. (laughs) Come, come retribution. Carrie Lake, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here, ma'am. Thank you. Uh, Brett, let me get uh, Dave. Brett, give me your. Get, what are your thoughts on the uh, on the mugshot? Yo, yeah, well, that's about what I'd feel like and look like too. I mean, it, it's hard enough being in Congress uh, without a megaphone at all. You just get blistered by the mainstream press. Everyone thinks if you're a congressman, you can certainly get the word out. You cannot. Uh, I think the American people are on to all this. The polling is staggering on the. Uh, the election fraud numbers, the uh, two-tier system of justice, it's 85% Republicans, 65% independents, black, brown, blue-collar workers joining uh, the populist side, and about 40% of Democrats think there are major problems with the institutions in this country right now. And so uh, this... this, the left, I, I politically, uh, they're making a huge mistake. Just from a crass political uh, move on their part, Th- this was a sitting president of the United States. If you pull the average person on the street and say, "What can you explain to me? What was the major crime here?" and uh, I don't think anybody knows. Whereas if you go over to the other Nobody side knows. right now and you say Burisma or China or Ukraine, people go, yeah. "Oh yeah." So uh, there's a real problem. Yeah. Hang, hang on one second. Short break. Navarro's going to come in with his thoughts on Jackson Hole next. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand, And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business, almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait 
or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with COVIDtaxrelief.org. What does the payroll of America look like right now? It's solid, but it's fragmented. And we've seen notable declines in wage growth. After last year, wage growth moving sideways, we're actually seeing some traction downward. So that's good news to amplify the Fed's already good news mm-hmm. going into this Jackson Hole meeting. And by the way, wow, what a view. You guys really... Do you like it's that? It's beautiful. Matt Timms did that. He moved the mountains six feet this way that's just to get the shot right this morning. <laughs> I, I, I want to talk to you seriously about the dynamics of wages and inflation, the real yield. There's an optimist view that, yeah, the real yield's there, but wages will stay strong. Do you agree with that, or do wages come in even while the real yield goes up? That's not good for America. You know, that's the open question. There's a sense that where we've seen the highest wage growth has been for low-skill workers with low pay. Now, let's be clear. Even though we've seen double-digit wage growth for almost an entire year. Okay. <laughs> Although we've seen double-digit wage growth, you're losing traction all the time. They go into a more detailed description. Peter, I was thinking about you when I saw this. Uh, They're they maniacally focused on breaking the back of working class people in the middle class on their wages. <laughs> their wages are rising too much. Yeah. No, the sitting in Jackson Hole, <laughs> by the way, it, it, Brad pointed yeah. out, Brad pointed out, you either have billionaires, and for all the guys yeah. out there that are trying to be Yellowstone, please stop with it. It's so embarrassing, okay? Just be yourself. You got, you got, you know, all these billionaires out there all trying to play cowboy, and they got the, the poor workers out there can't afford, they got to live, you know, 100 miles away from Jackson Hole now. Yeah. And, and, and yet, the, and, and the economist, she's incredibly smart. She's the chief economist for ADP. So she knows the whole thing of the payrolls. They can look at it the entire time. And what she had to say was very important and quite smart, but it gets to the point that their focus is to break the way you're making the working class of this country is making yeah. too much money. We have found out what the problem is. So we're going to yes. import, you know, uh, yes. X amount of, uh, you know, illegal alien labor. In fact, Elon Musk, and you know, I'm no fan of his. The poor guy gets sued yesterday at SpaceX because they're hiring too many. The Justice Department sued him because he's hiring too many American workers. He's not hiring enough. They literally said not enough of the asylum seekers and not enough refugees and illegal aliens. That's what at the at the rocket ship company. Peter Navarro, your thoughts on Jackson Hole Capital Market? How's it affected deplorables? Yeah, well, the SpaceX thing, I mean, I got whiplash. I, I go, what? <laughs> That's our government? It's all the reason why we got out. I'm pissed today, Steve, by the way, because Trump did a much better mugshot than I did. I'm just, just, the guy is always like one-upping me. I'm pissed off at the Donald today. Um, Jackson Hole. Peter, Peter, no, Peter, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. He had more to work with. No offense, he had more to work with. (laughs) Just throwing that out there. 
don't don't take just offense. Don't, don't take offense. Thank you, Steve. He he Thank started. Yeah. It's like the tour yeah, championship. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like Scotty Shove. He yeah. starts. They give him ten yeah, strokes well, ahead of the field. Okay, well, go ahead. Allow me my petty anger, but I'm I'm equally angry at, at Jay Powell. Let me put some something in perspective. The message was simple. It's like inflation's here to stay, and we're going to keep rates high. And so we went from uh, a robust market open with the futures kind of green to begin with, and of course there was a reversal. And to put that in perspective, in 2022, when he was in Jackson Hole, he did the same damn thing where the market fell 3% that day, and then over the next 30 days would crash 13%. And I did some calculations because you always like the receipts today. I looked at like, what was the stock market rise during the Trump four years? And uh, the S&P 500, which is the best measure of the market, uh, went up 65%. It's about about somewhere in the low 2000s up to 3700 and and what has biden done so far it it's it's been like this incredible crazy ride for trend traders and short sellers cuz cuz it was it started at 3700 went up to 4700 crashed back down and and then went back up and it's come back down but it's a 16% gain so far and and the the betting odds here is that by the time we get to election day, uh, that gain will be zero or less. And what's going on here, Steve? There's a there's a battle between two bullish forces. One is the AI secular trend revolution, which is supposed to, to put everybody out of work and boost productivity at the same time. Think about that. Uh, but the other thing, Steve, which is the really toxic thing, is this massive over-fiscal stimulus, thanks to Joe Biden and Kevin McCarthy, and that we got to turn around. So that's been, that's been kind of keeping the Biden market afloat. But at the same time, you've got this, this perfect hurricane storm of cyclones, hurricanes, um, commercial real estate, uh, the collapse coming, which will take some of the banks down. You got sustained higher oil prices, housing and rents off the roof, just the inflationary pressures, of course, the high interest rates. The bond market, Steve, is interesting because we've had this inverted yield curve where everybody's been betting that the short run rates are, are high because the Fed's raising those, but that, that over time, everything's going to be all right. That's reversing too. We had the the 10-year go above 4% now for the first time in, in, I think, since 2007 or something like that. So the uh, bottom line is Jay Powell had no good news for us. The market <clears throat> reacted accordingly. And you know, today I'm doing the Substack. On Fridays, I do the weekly market and economy wrap. It'll go out, peternavar.substack.com. And it kind of lays, lays all this out um, and distinguishes okay. between technical I want you to trading go. and fundamental yeah. trading. I, I want I want to go I want to go to that two events, and I want to make sure this audience needs to keep these keep this in mind and 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 and, and weigh and measure these as we go forward. Number one, coming out of the bricks where they have said, Peter, now with fifty percent of oil production and our good allies UAE and Saudi Arabia signing up for it, they're going to they're going to accelerate the de-dollarization. Their number one objective yes. is to get off petrodollars yes. and start doing cross trades with with India. Had already done a one million barrel deal with UAE. Two of the closest guys were closest to. Remember, always remember this. This is not uh, the CCP uh, in Iran. This is India and the United Arab Emirates and Mohammed bin Zayed at the top of yes. it. 
a million barrels all in rupees. They're prepared now to they're, the they're trying to inch towards getting off the dollar, and the Saudis going to be the big player here. Uh, and also putting together this basket of currencies with some sort of gold backing. In addition, and this should shock everybody, yesterday at the end of it, Modi and, and she big hug. We're going to work out our issues on this border war we've got up in northern India. Your assessment of, uh, of BRICS, because BRICS is now going yeah. to counter the G7. <clears throat> They're going to be right in the G7's face. Your thoughts? Well, look, i just give you some of my White House uh, experience. It's like the President Trump never would would have let this happen. The problem we have, you know, I remember I was heavily involved with with our foreign armed transfers to our allies, right? Selling, selling weapons to our allies to defend themselves was a way of preventing boots on the ground for American soldiers over there. Plus, it created jobs here, right? And one of the bigger deals I had to had to get help push through was the Saudi deal. Um, it was huge. It had a lot of jobs and things like that. And the first thing Biden did, of course, when he came in, is is put the kibosh on that. And so, I mean, look, you, you said this many times. You can't blame Modi. You can't blame uh, the, the crown prince of Saudi Arabia doing what they're doing because they look at the United States as an uncertain trumpet. You know, Trump comes along. He's he's all in with them and all's good. But then Biden comes in and screws up foreign policy and they're going, wait a minute, I'm getting whiplash here. You won't you won't give us weapons. You won't do this, that and the other thing. So that's what's going on. And what stunned me here, um, I should have saw this coming, is that uh, they added like six new nations, you know, Argentina, Egypt and the, the course, the, the Saudi and, um, and and the Emirates. Um you know, this is a foreign policy vacuum that we have. I mean, I know exactly what Donald Trump would do with Narendra Modi. I mean, it's like he would not let that guy drift that far away. Uh, same thing yes, with the Saudis, but it's a very dangerous situation. Um, it's, it's geopolitically it's also and economically because of the dollar with, with India with India coming closer to the CCP, that's going to make the Taiwan situation 10 times more dangerous. We'll get into that later. Last thing, how important is it now for the for this audience to have the back of these patriots that are going to come back, these House of Republicans, the MAGA Republicans, yeah, they're going to force a showdown first with McCarthy and then a showdown with Biden on the 30th of September? How important is us to send a signal to the world that we're prepared to get the financial uh, house of the United States in order, sir? Well, it, it's critical, and and Steve, you and and and, and Brat and and Russ vote, um, and and the folks that get on the war room and talk about these underlying issues, uh, provide the posse with the information they need to go out and effectively lobby the Hill. And this this is a make or break thing. You know, we lost that one opportunity when McCarthy went over to Biden's dark side and pushed the, that debt limit past the election. But this is another chance, and this has got to be done. We've got to claw back some of, some of this reckless spending. If we don't do it now, when do we do it? Because the market's going down, the economy's going down, the country's going down, and it's yeah. all a politician-made disaster um, on Capitol Hill and in the White House. Yeah. This is all stagflation. Peter, how do they get to your substack? You do your weekly rant up on the economy and finance, and then you've got great pieces you're putting up. Some get eventually into the Washington Times. Where do people go for your substack? Yes, sir. Uh, PeterNavarro.com, PeterNavarro.com. 
PeterNavarro.com. No, excuse me. <laughs> PeterNavarro.substack.com. PeterNavarro.substack.com. And uh, like I say, weekly market, um, I'm, I'm putting out uh, uh, the online course, the strategic course as part of that information. Uh, what I try to do, Steve, I did this when I was a, a professor, is I, I want people to boost their economic and market literacy so that they can preserve their wealth, Amen. protect their job, protect their business. Peter Navarro.substack.com. Nope. Head there, posse, and, uh, yeah. and uh, help you help me. This is why they have never they have never allowed this information to go out and be pushed out to people. They do not want you to understand finance, and they don't want you to understand capital markets. They want you to be ignorant. That's exactly right. They want you Bingo. to be smart. Admiral, sure, carry on, Thanks, sir. Thanks, brother. Do you ever get the feeling that something bad is about to happen soon? Well, I do. And between the distractions and the shiny toys and the smoke screens put up in the media, you probably won't see it coming. That's why it's smart to invest in emergency food right away. And by right away, I mean now. As they say, it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. My Patriot Supply is the nation's leader in high-quality emergency food. Head to my website, preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. And you'll save 200 bucks on your three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. Enjoy a wide variety of delicious meal offerings, over 2,000 calories every day for optimum strength under stress. Stock up before the panic sets in. Free shipping is automatic, and your order ships fast. Go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. Immerse yourself in information. Do it today. And do it with the leader, My Patriot Supply. Stephen K. Bannon. The reason they hate Trump and it's unforgivable is that not in the room, not in the deal. He puts you in the room and he puts you at the head of the table. They cannot and they will never forgive him for that. He's a total outsider. Remember, the political class, they start when they're in, you've seen them, the, the folks in grade school that, you know, they join all the clubs and stuff like that. You've seen it. It's, and they go up and then they're congressmen and they're house people. And that's fine. It's, it's, it's good. But the problem is they get sucked into kind of a donor class mentality. They become instruments of the, of the donors. Trump in 16 was totally different because uh, he didn't need their money. He wasn't going to get it anyway. So glad we didn't need it. He won with only his money and a handful of, of uh, a hand, small handful of donors who put no. These were people just trying to fight for the republic. That's why they hate him. I want to make sure it's come to my attention. When I talked about Jackson Hole, Jackson Hole, Jackson Hole, for those, it's, it's a very important uh, event in global economics and in capital markets every year because of the beauty of Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Um, and for the beauty, if you remember the movie Shane with uh, Alan Ladd and uh, Jack Palance, the, the great Western from the mid-1950s. Um, that movie was shot in Jackson Hole. Jackson Hole uh, has am- amazing, amazing views uh, of, of the mountains, the Grand Tetons. And uh, it's become an extraordinary. Now it's a kind of a playground for billionaires who are all trying to be Kevin Costner, right? They're all trying to be Yellowstone. Let me get a big old cowboy hat, you know. Walk around and be like rough and tough like Kevin Costner. You know, Don, Ron DeSantis did that for a while. He's run, running around in Iowa trying to beat Yellowstone, not understanding that, hey, Iowa ain't Wyoming. Um, 
so it's it's that's where the movie Shane was shot, and this is kind of a, a playground. And every year they take the World Central Bankers kind of uh, congregate out there to think great thoughts and to talk about what's going on. And then the, the Federal Reserve Chair has been giving a remarks at the end of that kind of conference. It's become very important now because of the situation with the world economy. And that's why uh, Dave Bratton, ourself, and, and Peter Navarro, and many others have been analyzing this. And, and I just want to make sure people, the fundamental point to take away from today, from this part of the economy part of it, these are not immutable. What has happened to the nation and what's happened to inflation, what's happened to the mortgage prices, what's happened, these are not immutable laws of physics. This is not the second law of thermodynamics. This is all through human agency in decisions. This is why they hate Trump. They hate Trump because Trump is the leader of something unique in American history, and that is a populist movement, a nationalist movement, that actually has a level of understanding of how the system works. You had William Jennings Bryan, and you had other people before, these great populists. But not since General Jackson. General Jackson, back in the, in the, in the pre-Civil War South, have you really had people that understood how capital and how central banks and how the moneyed interest in the, in the oligarchs on Wall Street from the beginning of this republic have had concentrated power? That's one of the reasons, and, and go to birchgold.com at the end of the dollar empire. The entire first, and this is all free, the entire first uh, segment I put out was about the politics of money. In the entire 19th century, Right, the, the money in the central centrality of currency in the political debate of the day was central. People were quite fluent intellectually, working class people about money, about currency, and particularly about fiat money and things like gold and silver. And it was only with the start of the Federal Reserve and in uh, income tax, but the Fed, right, the start of the Fed, because they had to get control of the situation. William James Bryan had run three times. All of a sudden, they did this populist thing. They had a panic. This populist thing might get out of control. Just like, remember, why did McCarthy agree to the deal? He tells you why he agreed to the deal. Why did he agree to the deal? Because the donors told him they don't want a one-year deal to come up in May of next year, where all of a sudden we're going to start talking about $35 trillion, $36 trillion, interest rates on fire, what's happening? Because somebody's going to have to bring up in the conversation, maybe the wealthy aren't paying enough taxes. If these progressive billionaires... Remember, the number of MAGA billionaires I can count on one hand and have a couple of digits left, and I include Trump in that calculation. The progressive left, radical left, cultural Marxist billionaires want you to pay for the, They want a radical change of the country. They want a radical change of the culture of the country. They want to woke and weaponize and CRT and transgender ideology and the LGBTQ, all of it, and they want you to pay for it, and they don't want to pay for any of it. And they realized that would come up in the conversation. The donors said, we can't have that. The entire effort is to keep you ignorant of what is the intersection of money and power. That's why Rupert Murdoch, the, the Fox News, what Fox News is one string of shiny toys after the other to divert your attention, divert your energy. Let's throw another shiny toy out there. And the other night, they put, what, seven shiny toys up on the stage? You had seven shiny toys. Oh, look, at it. it's all irrelevant. Doesn't matter. Dave Brett, your thoughts, assessments of where we are after Chairman Powell today, this, this stagflation. We're not just going to have a lost decade here like the Japanese and the Chinese are about to go into. We're going to have a lost generation, brother. 
You know, that's right. A, a, a lost decade at minimum. Uh, your commentary on the, there is no compromise. And uh, people don't like that phrase right off the top. Uh, and the political comments are all my own. But you just have to go to the left and Karl Marx. Karl Marx, at the end of the day, says there's no God and his project results in a revolution. So that's what the left is doing. They're, they're, they're ongoing revolution against all the institutions of this country. Uh, why, why does the war room posse matter so much? Why, why are their actions so key? Well, of course, they're against the leftist Marxist piece. But the populist piece also goes against the old Republican uh, khaki wearing folks who are now going to say, look, we just got to have tax cuts and blah, 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 and get back to three or four percent growth. Oh, really? How are you going to get back to three or four percent growth? Right. When the left is doing seven trillion dollar budgets right now and McCarthy's acquiesced and said, OK, we'll do two trillion dollar deficits for the next 10 years, 10 years. CBO has us at 50 trillion in debt. How in the world do you expect the private sector to have any money to invest? We're copying China, who, by the way, is imploding. And when you see the markets go down this week, it's a combination of the Fed comments, but also China is in the background big time. They are having, they're, they're having problems beyond what we've discussed in the past months or two. And so it's just incumbent on all the folks that watch this show uh, the, the religiosity and the patriotism in this country has been falling. Uh, but yesterday and the day before, we got some encouragement. We, we got 150 to 200 million uh, folks watching Twitter, watching key speeches. Uh, there's some excitement going on here about a realignment across black, brown, blue collar workers, the middle class, the poor. The left is no longer uh, worried about the poor. Uh, they own all, all the big tech firms. They've become the elites. Now the question is, who cares about the American people? Who cares about the Declaration, the Constitution, and protecting the individual from this go government leviathan, which has gone astray? And it's up to us to make it happen. And it looks like us is growing by the day. People in their guts know there is a God, there is a moral universe, that everyone is made in the image of God, and that those rights that come only from God, not from our government, need to be protected across all parties, across all people. That's never been in question. And the question of this democracy being, uh, being uh, attacked, the question of human rights being attacked, that all comes from the Marxist leftist side. Nothing has changed about us boring Presbyterian economists. We've had the same ideas for 200 years. We're going to have them for 200 years to come. That is a constant. That's why the long run and history matters so much. And when you talk about the providential hand of God uh, staying on this country, it's up to this people in this country to turn around and grab the reins again and take over. Don't just go out and comment on the social media. Call your Congress folks. Call your senators. Call the Democrats. Call the Republicans and weigh in and tell them. This do-nothing Congress kind of stuff where you just message constantly is not good enough. Even the Freedom Caucus, I want them all to step up and take names and call people out in public now. We all know what's going on, right? We know there's not going to be an omnibus. They're going to do a CR. It happens every year. The Freedom Caucus uniquely knows that and stands against it. They're the heroes. Uh, but it's time. It, it, there, there's no more time uh, to go along with another year of this because, as you said, 
uh, there cannot be a, a draw in this contest. One side's well, going to win, the side of freedom. Yeah. Yeah. One side's going to win, one side's going to lose overall. Yeah. But Jay Powell told you today, he yeah. basically signaled that unless this audience has the yeah. back of these MAGA Republicans and ultra MAGA Republicans to right. stand their ground in September this budget, because Jay Powell told you, I can't get control of inflation and I'm going to continue to raise rates. The entire structure coming out of 2008, the entire financial structure we had was based on negative interest rates or zero interest rates. Yeah. When you start taking these things up as he's had to because of the spending, the dumpster fire of inflation that they caused right. because of the inflation, that's put the banks in crisis. That's put your own personal, your living credit card, you know, your living paycheck to paycheck on your credit cards. Credit is tightening. You're having less access to it. You're paying through the nose. Young people can't have any capital formation. The, the houses, the most unaffordable has been from 2000. That all gets back to the root evil of this apparatus that is spending out of control. And that is why this September showdown, and it's time to have the showdown now. And all the lies and misrepresentation, all the people said, no, 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 no. I'm going to vote. We're going to approve. We're going to approve the two-year deal for Biden of $15 trillion. We're going to approve the five, four or $5 trillion of deficit spending we're going to print money on because we're going to get them in the appropriations process. That was all a lie. It was all misrepresentation. And it's all going to come from – and so – the two forcing functions we have to do, you have to force McCarthy's hand first, and then you got to force Biden's hand second. And Kevin McCarthy goes and runs against Hakeem Jeffries again to basically be majority leader and depend upon 40 or 50 or 60 Democrats to pass his bill, then guess what? It's time for the motion to vacate. All the cards are on the table, and here we go. Dave Bratt, your assessment, sir. Yeah, I agree with that. And that's the point I was trying to make there. I didn't make it strong enough, but there's 40 Freedom Caucus guys. That's not enough. McCarthy's going to go and run them with Democrats like last time. So the 40, they, there's two, you know, 230 in the Republican conference. They need to put names on paper in all. That's where you can go out to social media and call them out ahead of time. Put the pressure on the other members of the Republican side. If you get up to 100, McCarthy can't go off to the Democrats and do that. Either way, I, I think he's toast if he does it again, because he gave his word umpteen times and it's not credible yeah. anymore. And so yeah. the key is people it's here all, need to call yeah. to the Freedom Caucus and their members. But we need 100, not 50. Uh, Dave Brett, how do people get to you on social media? Thank you for taking time away to do this. Mr. Vice Provost. Yeah, no, uh, great. Brad Economics on Getter and uh, everybody go educate the young folks. Come visit Liberty uh, I got a CEO summit coming up for CEOs and C-suite October 10 to 12 with a huge African push uh, trying to spread a little uh, business uh, to our friends in Africa. Well, hold it. Trying to keep them out of trying to reverse the BRICS movement. Dave Brad yes. single-handedly. Yes, Thank you very absolutely. much, brother. They're good friends. Yep. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. You, you are central to this fight. Trump's fate is tied to the destiny of the country. But you are also the foundational element of President Trump's fate. Don't forget that. That's why we're here to inform you of money and power. Understand it's a spiritual war at the end of the day, at the end of the day. But during the day, you have to understand the interconnection of money and power. Short break. We're going to return to the war room in just a second. We're taking down the CCP
When's the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Why? Because most victims of home title theft don't know they're a victim until it's too late. Like this homeowner. Check this out. She was getting ready for a home remodel when everything got shut down. She discovered her property wasn't in her name anymore. She was a victim of a devastating crime called home title theft. A criminal had forged the deed to her home and took over as the new owner. Now she's fighting back to get her home back. This is why I say if you own a home or a property, get home title lock. Your home property and equity are the most valuable assets you have. By the way, there's reported 80 to 90% of your net worth, of average American's net worth, is in their home. And home title lock helps you protect them. Home title lock puts a 24-7 shield around your home's title. Let me repeat. A 24-hour, 7-day-a-week, 365-day shield around your home's title. The instant they detect activity or tampering, they help shut it down fast. First things first, you need to verify you aren't already a victim of home title theft. Find out for free with a sign-up when you use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. Promo code Bannon. And when you sign up, your first 30 days of protection are free. Do this today at HomeTitleLock.com. Promo code Bannon. Protect yourself. Do it today. Take action. A choice between two worlds. Will you take the blue pill and continue living in a world where a corrupt few control everything? Or will you take the red pill and join us? What the elites don't want you to know is that there are 200,000 open committee man seats in the Republican Party. These party members are the ones who determine the future of the GOP. Let's take our country back, one precinct at a time. Visit precinctstrategy.com now. Okay, uh, welcome back. Uh, Five to seven tonight, we're going to be lit. We're going to be jammed. We're going to do some... There's a story out there's 2,000 kids that didn't return to the Maui school system. We're going to get into all this. Other news, of course, President Trump, capital markets, it's going to be absolutely insane. So join us back here at 5 to 7. Also, there's a new report. I don't know if I got it up, but if not, I'll have it this afternoon. In Bloomberg, talking about cyber crimes increasing because of the combination of cyber and AI, right? Joe Allen's AI uh, now with these deep fakes, et cetera, it's becoming even more prevalent. Here's the thing. The cyber is getting more and more sophisticated every day. You can't fall into that trap. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. Make sure there's zero probability these cyber criminals, whether they're state actors, the CCP or the KGB, or just these very sophisticated cyber criminals. Make sure there's no exposure for yourself. You cannot allow, particularly in this economy, and you heard Jay Powell today in Jackson Hole, you can't allow 90% of your net worth to be somehow part of it in the hands of somebody else. you got to go to court to fight about it. HomeTitleLock.com. Just go check out the information today. Immerse yourself. Okay, do I have a clip? Mike Lindell has actually gone to the Clay Clark. He's going to be with us later this afternoon. Also tomorrow we'll be doing some reporting from the Clay Clark with General Flynn out in Vegas. He's there. But I got a clip from yesterday I want to replay because it's very special about these towels. Let's go and hit it, uh, Mike Lindell. Well, it's a big announcement. The MyPillow towels are back. You all requested to bring them back. It's been almost two months, and here they are. We got all the new colors in. This is the first announcement to the war room. Uh, go to MyPillow.com. 
Go down. We put it for our first right there on the War Room specials. Uh, you save 50% today on the towels. And remember, we have all the other specials still there for the War Room Posse. And use that promo code WARROOM, mypillow.com. Remember, these towels actually work. They actually are soft and they absorb. So towels that work, I say, what a concept. And uh, I'm very excited, Steve, because I've been, we've been waiting quite a while. All the other... Uh, all the other products there, we have the Giza Dream Sheets, the MyPillow 2.0. We got the My Slippers that's still $25 that we're clearing them out, the rest at uh the rest of those and the and the sandals for nineteen uh, ninety eight or something like that. All these specials, my pillow blankets, the new my pillow mattress. Everybody, you've never slept on a mattress, so you slept on my pillow's mattress, best mattress I believe in history. And um, so, so many things, the my pillow bed toppers, dog beds, dog blankets. We've got over two hundred products, Steve. We're very excited that uh, the towels are in and all these other new products that are coming that came in today too. So go check it out mypillow.com under the war room square you'll see steve there all these uh products especially for the war room okay i i want to thank you know mike lindell we were supposed to do in july this entire kind of rollout of the 20th anniversary of the my pillow to uh, uh, with the my pillow 2.0 this is the kind of guy he is he he, he says look i can't do it because i can't i gotta focus on the summit his maniacal focus on making sure these elections because look to be brutally frank this 2024 is going to be very tough and the toughest part of it is going to be the steel we know that there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes and this is you know part of this getting our hands on and making sure that the democrats can't continue to steal elections like they stole in georgia and they're illegitimately uh trying to roll up president trump and 18 other totally innocent people, a bunch of lawyers, but also just average citizens. In fact, Harrison Floyd, we're going to try to have a special report today. Uh, the African-American that uh, was part of this is refusing a bail. He's going to actually stay in jail down there. I think he wants to make a point. It's a quite powerful point. We're going to try to get to that this afternoon. A lot going on. Charlie Kirk follows us at noon. Stick around, Charlie. Populist nationalism served up hot. Of course, the great Jack Posobiec. We're back here at 5 o'clock. We're going to have finance, economics, capital markets, what's going on with President Trump, all of it. Plus, in Maui, we got to get to the bottom. 2,000 kids, this is the report coming from the school system there. 2,000 kids did not show back up to the Maui to the Maui school system. Uh, Gateway Pundit's got a big story. There's all types of stuff breaking in Georgia on this election fraud. So be back here from 5 to 7 tonight and, of course, tomorrow live on our favorite, my favorite show, the Saturday Morning Show. Okay, uh, we've done it a little differently. We try to do a new song every day, but i got to tell you, I think yesterday we needed the Battle Hymn of the Republic, and today we need an unclouded day because here's the reason. If you're going to get to the sunlit uplands, you've got to fight through and you've got to push through. And remember, there's no cloudy days here in the war room. It's all fight. Okay. Was it Betty Jean Robinson? Nashville Grass, an American gospel classic, Unclouded Day. We'll leave with that. We'll see you back here at 5.
a home where my friends have gone. They tell me of a land far away where the tree of life in eternal bloom sheds its fragrance through the uncloudy days. Oh, the land of cloudless days. Oh, the land of an uncloudy sky. Oh, they tell me of a home where no storm clouds rise. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 